Welcome everybody, we back. It's the One Against the Grind podcast. I am your host, Brownie Blends, along with my co-host, Alicia J, back in the building. What up? Hey, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's been a minute, for sure. I know. It's been it's been a minute, but it's been a crazy summer, too. That's kind of, kind of what happened when you put two people together that got crazy schedules. You try to get to... I always tell you, too, I always be like, hey, I'm going to be here. And then, uh, but I'm gonna bring my stuff. Maybe we can do a podcast on the road, and it never works out. As a matter of fact, it worked out once. You held, you held good on that pro- on that promise. You did it. We did a show while you was on the road. I haven't done one from the yeah. road yet. Well, I'm actually on the road right now, so I am in LA. Um, I'm visiting oh, some God. friends, and yeah, so I'm, I'm, you know, up two. You know, what I'm saying we don't, we won't keep score, but I'm just saying two on the road. I, 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 I was, I, I was just about to say that we, it, it's the score. It's the score. <laughs> because <laughs> it because in, in about the about the next five episodes you're gonna be pointing up at the scoreboard because i like to point stuff out so i want you pointing up at the score <laughs> hey i'm learning <laughs> from you, you know what I'm, I'm learning from you <laughs> <laughs> how's your summer been so far it's been hot it's been hot as hell how's the summer been so far for you it's been really good it's been good it's been challenging in some ways you know we talked about my egg freezing on the mm-hmm. last show and that just brought up a whole bunch of emotion mm-hmm. and the drugs just you know i was depressed for a little while afterwards um Ugh. um and mm-hmm. so that was kind of crazy because um you know i mean hormones will do some crazy things to you i'm not even gonna lie so yeah. how there was that how's that going you still got you still got you still got a few more rounds uh, is that is that the right terminology rounds or sessions or what's um, the- I was the right tip. I guess you would say round. So um, I actually had my egg retrieval and I had uh-huh. 21 eggs, um, mm. but 13 of them were mature. So mm. um, okay. that is about okay. enough. That's about enough for one embryo, which which is okay. good because um, and Jason, we're going to talk <laughs> Jason's face right now. Uh, but anyways, it's good <laughs> um, because. It's a backup. You know what I'm saying? The eggs are a backup plan for me. Um, that's how I look at okay. them as. Like, and I'm just glad that I mm. have it there, right? Mm. However, they do suggest that I do another round, and I think that I should. So I'm just looking into that to see like the cost and everything because yeah. I had insurance the first time, and I want to make sure that mm. I can get it as economically right as I can this time, as I did last time. So I'm looking at all the, the options there, but I think that I at least know that I have one embryo possibly um, mm-hmm. that I can use. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that because there's so many people that don't mm-hmm. even get a chance for that. So yeah, um, we'll see. We'll see. Well, we, de- yeah, well, we definitely, you know, we definitely wish you the best with that. You know, Thank looking you. around on social media and things and, and checking the news and kids are wilding out these as you sure, you, you know what? sure you want to bring, <laughs> you know bring, what? I'm bring not a, a soul into this. <laughs> <laughs> Well, even yeah, like, because the world. well, the cost of kids, Brownie, like, okay, so mm-hmm. my brother coaches, um, well, he's my brother. He's my brother. He ain't like 
mm-hmm. my brother, brother, but he's my brother. Um, my brother, sure. Justin, coaches at, he's the head coach for Santa Margarita Catholic High School mm-hmm. out here. Um, it's a private school. And so I went to watch him coach and it was $15 for parking, $15 for admittance. I'm like, okay, so this is one game, right? So let's say I have a child that that plays sports. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to force wait, my child. Wait, San, wait Santa, Mar- Sa- Santa Margarita, that got to be the big one of the biggest party schools, right? With a name like Santa Margarita. Is that like a um, party school? That's a Catholic situation, Santa Margarita. Uh-oh. So, so Uh-oh. I'm going to say no. No on the partying. Um, okay. mm-hmm. No, it's actually where Clay went. <laughs> It, it was Clay's high school, so maybe, okay. <laughs> maybe, hmm. but um, yeah, cause, yeah. I don't think. Shout out I to don't Clay. think Margarita. I don't think Margaritas is, is Clay's uh, drink of choice anyway. Yeah, he's more like he's more like a Coors Bud Light uh, eight hundred five uh, IPA guy. <laughs> hey, I can't call it, but hey, um, but yeah, no. So I'm just thinking, dang, so. If I have a kid that is playing sports, I'm going to shell out that much for every single game yeah. or like every single, oof, mm-hmm. Lord, just that yeah, alone is like intimidating. <laughs> like That's a lot. Yeah, it's good. It, it is it is expensive and all the hidden fees that come along with it. It's a lot. It's a lot of hidden fees. And it to me, I, I think it gets more expensive as they get older. A lot of people worry about the baby stages. I think the baby stages were, were, uh, were, were fair. I think. I think as they get older, that's when it gets um it starts to get expensive, especially for girls can compared to boys. I think it gets a little pricey. So a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on how expensive it is for diapers and formula. That is pricey, but you know, there's things that you, there's like things that you can go places you can go for assistance with those things. There's no assistance for Jordans and you know what I mean and all that type of stuff right. when they get older. You gotta, you know what I mean? It is it it is what it is. And then when you have girls and they want to like cheer and stuff like that, cheer is about you got to take a, a, a second out on a mortgage just to buy, uh, uh, just to pay for cheer. Actually, both of my daughters were cheerleaders and cheer is actually, it, it costs more to cheer than it does to actually play the actual game. Get, gar- guarantee the cheerleaders pay more than the football players and the basketball players did to play the sport. It's, it's crazy. But I think as they get older, it gets, it, get, it gets expensive. But congrats to you on that. You gonna Thank keep you. us posted gradually as we go, yes. Um, and, and and hopefully we'll be having some uh some some big news coming one day when the when the timing is right, right? Yeah, one day when the timing is right. It's just not right <laughs> now, but when the timing is right. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's been about and, and anyway, it's been about three hundred degrees outside. So this ain't the, this ain't the type of weather to be walking around pregnant anyway. That sounds Mm-mm. super miserable. We don't wait till the winter time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not this heat. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But it's been a um, it's been a super um hot summer, a busy one, exciting one. I, you know, I got, I've been having some uh, having some fun, been been staying, you know, pretty busy. Both of us been kind of missing each other. You know, we've been uh, HBO been uh, on and cracking. That's been doing real well. Actually, we off to Miami in a couple of days to do that. You got Olympic trials in in uh, Vegas going on right now. Yep. So that's. Biggest a lot going on in the world of sports. NBA Finals is here. Um, but 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 before we get into all the topics we have, we're gonna bring on we're gonna bring in some uh some extra guests. Got my boy from way back, Jason Brumfield, who always got a lot to say. We're gonna have him, uh, and we and we're doing this because today because um we bring we're giving everybody a microphone today because there's just so much going on, 
and um and uh it's so much to talk about so many layers so we're gonna need help with this one jason man you uh, you you look fresh off of work with your little brother's t-shirt on man but you looking real dapper man how's everything good everything is good i got this too small t-shirt on as you mentioned i'm trying to you know match her swag but uh <laughs> before we go any further though i do have to shout out my son today it's his 13th birthday oh happy birthday, yeah, happy birthday Happy birthday, on, little little, happy birthday, little Jay! So, so, so this is my mama's do. birthday today too. It's my mama's birthday. Oh, so I'm happy saying birthday, they got the mama. same birthday. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So this, so this is how you, this is how you represent for your, for your son's birthday, huh? You, you wear his clothes. I'm wearing okay. a shirt. Wow. There you go. <laughs> my dog. That's, <laughs> that's what's up. That's and so up. it begins. We started hey. early. Okay. Okay. Hey, yeah. hey, hey! Well, great to well, great to great to have y'all on the show, man. I I really um, is there there is no way around getting into to to some of the topics today, but I just want to go right into one. You know, just I want to go right into uh the pudding guy. I want to go right into uh Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is what <laughs> I see that face you just made. <laughs> Bill Cosby is walking free. Um, but not exonerated, right? He's been released, but not exonerated. Is that is that the same thing? Two different things, or what's going on? Is he still able to be tried uh, again, or what, what is the deal? Anybody got any inside information on what's going on? I don't know if he will be able to be tried again, but what I do know is is that he was let off because the justice system really failed in this case. There's a lot of logistics and a lot of layers, but he was told that. He would not be prosecuted if he gave a certain statement. Mm -hmm. um, he did that statement. And then when the new prosecutor came in, he did not honor that. And I want to say it was like 13 days before um, the actual case was going to expire, I guess. Like um, I, there's a term for it, a legal term for it. But um, before they were not going to be able to try him any longer, about 13 days mm -hmm. before that happened, they went ahead and charged him anyways. Mm -hmm. And so what the court did was the court said that was wrong and mm -hmm. they let him go. And, and, mm -hmm. that's, and that's what happened. And so as much as, you know, personally, I believe that he is a sexual predator. I stand with those women that are accusing him. Mm -hmm. However, in this case, in this case, he was let go because of what happened to him. And literally in this case, letting him go was the right thing in what happened with the mm -hmm. prosecutor and what he did. And that's very unfortunate because it shows it it's a it's really bad because people who have been sexually assaulted now have this and they feel like they can't come forward because they've seen what has happened. I feel for all of the women and he's free um, because the, the prosecutor, the new prosecutor failed those women in this case and mm -hmm. our, our system, our justice system failed in this case. So he basically got released on the technicality. Basically. I mean, it seems that there was a miscarriage of justice and the way to write that was to allow him to go free. Um, I always struggle with that because while I, I'm not knowledgeable enough on the actual goings on within the case. Um, I don't feel educated enough to kind of speak on the details and the particulars, but um, 
given that he admitted to certain things, kind of accepted ownership of some of his past actions and admitted to certain things that he had done, uh, which constitute sexual assault. You know, that's not in question. He admitted to those things. My, uh, But listening to Alicia earlier, it just kind of makes me wonder, are we leaving? If, if he was told that you won't be prosecuted if you admit to certain things, and then he admits to certain things, then just naturally, not particularly in this case, but just naturally, my inclination is, well, did you make an admission of the coercion? And, you know what I mean? Or are you making admissions to meet the guidelines that were set before you to get free? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it just throws the whole confession and whole admitting into a gray area. And... Um, like, like Alicia said, it's unfortunate if you were one of the alleged victims, and it's unfortunate for him also. I'm well, it's, well, it's, well, it's always, a, anytime you're talking about the judicial system in these type of criminal cases, you know, longest pockets usually uh, kind of, you know, win if you got enough money to constantly to keep fighting it. And there's all these little, uh, you know, chess pieces they can move around. A lot of times, you know, a lot of times it seems people know uh, what they're facing, what they can get, how can how they can get out of it, what the possibilities are. They know that prior to going in and then they can still go in and talk to judges and make deals and talk to prosecutors and talk to everybody and kind of figure, you know, figure figure that whole thing out, especially um, when it comes to like uh, sentencing and things of that nature. I, I think it's all kind of uh, it is ne- nothing is real, real, you know, cutting, cutting dry. Um, with the suicide, I, it, it's all politics, right? I, I mean, that's how it's coming across. I don't, I mean, I guess in a way it's politics, but then in a way, I, in my opinion, it's not really politics. It's more a procedure because they, because there was a, someone dropped the ball on the procedural side of this case, that's what's leading to them happening. I don't know if throw out the conviction is the term, but I still, free. I still, I still feel like even with that said, if they wanted him to still be at, at what point did they, did they say, okay, well, you know, it's like, this is, this is Bill Cosby worth so much money. He's 90 years old. could barely see. Just let the old man out of jail. You know, I, how much, a lot of this reeks of, of, we just want to, we want to just go ahead and slap you on the wrist anyway. And we just got to have you do something anyway to do. I, I just feel like how long you've been there? Three years, maybe. How Three years. A lot, a lot of this made me feel like the 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 whole intentions from the beginning was for him to just let's go do something. Let's just make him sit down and he's going to do something. It's like there was something bigger going on behind the scenes, in my opinion. You know, I don't. I I, I, I never felt like when Bill Cosby got arrested that they were, they arrested him in the name of justice for uh, the, uh, of the victims. I always felt like it was something else. According to the internet, he was supposed to buy NBC, right? Yeah. 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 So you're right. It's all about. So they, they, they disrupted that, that thing now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I also think. I don't that, want to make light of this. So right. No, no. But I also think that 60 people coming forward is a big deal. Um, was it one that per- many? It was sixty people. Sixty. One person coming forward is a big deal. So, you know, no matter if it was one or sixty, when someone says that they're assaulted, 
I think that needs to be looked at. <laughs> um, well, I mean, at, yeah, at if, if it's at the base. one or 60, I mean, I, that's that's a huge gap. So, I mean, yeah, like, one, yeah, but, you kind of, you know, but 60, it's like, come on, bro. I mean, yeah, 60 different people came forward. Uh, but let's and, and 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 when we say when we say like Alicia just said one or sixty let's let's there are people that exist that make like false accusations happen so we can't uh, I I understand the movement of standing with the victims and things of that nature I understand that and I think I think actually the false accusations from uh, women over the years actually hurt the real victims you know long term but you know there there are so you, you do have to factor that in. Um, when you have so many, when you have like six, you like, okay, come on, where there's smoke, there's fire. You know, 60 people ain't, you know what I mean? 60 ain't people lying. is a raging inferno. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's, it is that's a raging yes. inferno. That's hell. Yes, exactly. absolutely. And he did, ah. you know, we, we could argue if it was coerced or not, but he did say that yeah. he, he admitted to doing mm -hmm. those things. You know, at least in the case that they were trying, yeah. he admitted to it. Yeah. And, um, and the industry has, has said many things that have happened along the way too. So I, I yeah. definitely stand with, with the women, whether all of them coming forward or not, um, there's truth in there. I have a question yeah. that maybe you can have a better perspective on. How much does cultural change factor into these type of things? And by cultural change, I mean, there are societal norms that change over time. Do we agree on that? Like what's yes. acceptable at one time is not acceptable at another time as we go along the human life path that were okay are now not okay. And okay. so my question to you is if these things, the majority of these things happen during a time where giving women drugs and things like that weren't looked at in the same light or there's uh, a social acceptance to that type of thing at one time. Whether I mean, I'm not arguing that it's okay. I'm just saying mm -hmm. socially at at what at, during that time period, the majority of accusations arose, or not arose, but were when the actual transgression happened during that time, it was a little more socially acceptable to act a certain way, consistent to his actions. Giving drug, giving giving women, giving women drugs was the norm at that time. And people had he been tried during that time. I don't know. I wasn't alive. I, I don't know. Well, I think I think what you're saying is, had they came forward at that time, had they came forward at that time, it probably wouldn't even made it to court. But that's. I mean, I'm saying society would put it in that box. And if society, yeah. you know, what I'm saying I I don't want to get into oh they should have came forward when it happened because that's what? slippery Victims don't always. Feel, victims aren't always compelled to come forward in the moment. Like things mm -hmm. happen, things change, and they you weren't mentally, emotionally equipped to deal with it at that time, and maybe you got mm -hmm. the strength at a, over, over time, and now you mm -hmm. want to bring it to the light. I'm not really talking about the timing of it. I'm just speaking strictly to what was acceptable in society, what was acceptable behavior when these things transpired. How does that, how much do we factor that into how we look at things now? Well, I think standpoint. from a woman's standpoint, um, it was never acceptable. However, I do think that the power of voice was not there. I do not think that it was um, easy for people to come out and say those things, especially for a man of his stature and power. 
Um, and so now I think that we have, I mean, we've always had a voice, right? But now we have the avenues to speak up. We have the power to speak up. We have um, the people to back us speaking up. Um, and so I, I don't think that it was ever acceptable to drug someone and rape them. But I do think that the change in time is that we can come forward and say these things and charge people with these things and actually use our voice because that was not something that was acceptable before. My take is, you know, a, a little bit different on it. First of all, I, you know, I have daughters, you know, and, and I, I try to, you know, teach them from like nobody has no means. No, we know that nobody has the right to rape you. But I try to I try to teach my daughters from the standpoint of of, of a preventative maintenance type thing. Um and and about uh in a in a perfect in a perfect world uh you should be able to walk down East 14th at two three o'clock in the morning and nobody should has the right to still pull a pistol out on you and rob you but if you're smart you know there's just people in the world that are sick there's people in the world that don't follow the same code of ethics there's criminals there's uh, rapists there's murders there's all these type of things and so in the in 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 the field that I'm in, because I'm around celebrities quite a bit, and I see it quite a bit, I'm always I'm always amazed um, at how free um, the groupie culture is. I'm, I'm always I'm always amazed at how um, how how women tend to let their guard down so easily around men with money and status, and it it. It's as simple as walking into a nightclub and somebody snapping their fingers and they're ready to just walk off with a stranger that they wouldn't necessarily walk off um, normally. And you see it case after case. You see it constantly happening. You saw it happening with Mike Tyson. You saw it happening with Tupac. You saw it happening with um, R. Kelly. Like, why are these? Why? Because he's R. Kelly. Why are these people letting their daughters uh, go free and do these things like from a from a standpoint of just because um, whether it's a monetary gain, whether it's success, whether it's career, whether it's whatever, it, the 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 groupie has something has to be talked about when it. And I, I I just personally feel like, and I'm not I'm not okaying what happened. Nobody has the. It doesn't matter. Nobody got the right to do that to you. But when does the preventative maintenance start? When when do women start to be a little bit more selective on the positions that they put themselves in? Um, going to somebody's hotel room at two, three o'clock in the morning with strangers. Um, the possibilities are endless to me on what could possibly um, happen. And I think that's something that also um, uh, needs to, because the thing is we can't control, there are crazy people. There are sick people out there. You can't, and you can't control that. You can't like, you're never going to rid the world of all the rapists and everything. So I feel like people or murderers or whatever. So I feel like, People just have to find ways to protect themselves. And I don't think some of these situations that some of these women put themselves in are, was very smart, in my opinion. I'm not saying that you're saying this, Brownie, but people put it all on the woman. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what really needs to stop is, and, and this, in this case, we're talking about men and women, right? Because there's mm -hmm. rape between yeah, women sure. and men. There's for rape sure. between, there's, there's rape all around. But in this mm -hmm. case, when we're talking about men and women, let's talk about not raping people. How about that? Like no 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 for sure no no no, for like, sure. no no for sure but there's one but there but the thing but the thing is I'm not gonna walk around I'm not gonna walk around in the world thinking that everybody there's 
there's people that got that are mentally ill. There's rapists. There's all types of criminals. That's what I'm saying. So I get that. Uh, nobody should murder anybody. Nobody should rape anybody. All of it. None of that should happen in a perfect world. We just don't live in a perfect world. So Agreed. we're not gonna. We're not gonna. You're you're gonna have people who uh have sick mentalities, and you're gonna have predators. You're gonna have all that stuff. Is this evil is in the world? It's just gonna happen. So I just I feel like from a, a a preventative standpoint, I feel like there's certain positions that we can put ourselves in that actually limit these encounters. Story. There was another story about a Hollywood guy who uh, was, was another creep. He's the, uh, was it Weinstein? What's his name? Weinstein. Harvey, uh, yeah. Harvey Weinstein. No, another creep uh, behind bars and very well should be. But there was one there was one lady who said she didn't even, she uh, had never met him before. He walked in a restaurant. He walked to the end of the restaurant and walked downstairs and he asked her, He before she even knew him, he said, meet me downstairs at the bottom of the restaurant. Uh, they had like a little basement area. She went downstairs. This is her telling the story. So she got up from the table and met him downstairs. And when he got downstairs with her, they were alone in some type of wine cellar. And he just dropped his pants. Now, I'm not the richest man in the world or the power, most powerful, but I know for a fact that these are these things only happen to powerful, successful celebrity uh uh, type mint. Why in the heck would you let a stranger at that you never met just tell you to come downstairs into a basement and you just freely walk down there? So that's all I'm saying. Should he have dropped his pants? Hell no, dude. You're a creep. Like, what is that? But at the same time, I think uh, uh, a lot of women are not, and not just women, there's male groupies too. What are people are so enamored with success and status and the possibility and what somebody can do for me in my life and all guards are let down and everything they believe in is let down during those, during those moments. You know what I mean? And I just feel like um, we got to attack that part of it. We got to attack. That part has to be talked about as well. I agree 100%. And there is cop. I guess the word is, I guess there's culpability on both sides. But there is an insurmountable, insurmountably higher amount of culpability. Like, yes, if I had a daughter or my nieces or, you know, any other female friends that I have, uh, female family members, whatever, yes, I want them to be responsible and not um, try to limit the, the situation, try to limit putting themselves in certain situations where bad things can happen. You know, you admonish them, don't be alone with young men. You, you, you give these admonishments to people in these situations. But at the end of the day, don't rape. It doesn't matter if she, if, a, if, a, if a woman is walking through my complex this evening completely naked, she's safe by me because I'm not a rapist. Like it, what she's doing or how she's attired or whatever situation she finds herself in, if I'm walking down a dark alley and it's a young lady walking down a dark alley, she's safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, going to yeah, but that, I'm not yeah, going to allow her to get Yeah, yeah, but that's, now, that's, she, she that's, you, that's you. You don't account for the other 30 billion people on the planet. And that's what I'm, that's that's what I'm saying. That's my point, though. But that's my point. Yeah. Yes, I think there is a responsibility not to put yourself in certain situations. I live by that. You live by that. There's just certain things in life that we try to avoid putting ourselves in. But at the end of the day, 
whether we find ourselves in that position or not, the onus has to be on the person committing the violation to not do that. It, yeah, but I get that. I just feel, I personally feel like if we're, if we're never going to, there's just a shooting at Lake Mary, mm-hmm. right? All those people that went there to celebrate Juneteenth, you know, tons of them, tons of people just went to have a good time. It probably was the last thing on their mind that somebody was actually going to get killed on Ju- Juneteenth. Me, I exercise wisdom differently. You know, I I really grew up in Oakland. You know what I mean? And so we've already, we got history of knowing that uh, typically when large crowds gather um, like that in our city, good or bad, there's a possibility um, that things could happen. And I weigh it out. Don't make it right. Should it happen? No. But at some, at some, and, and, and I'm not talking about, and I'm not talking about, uh, being at a movie theater and walking to the restroom or just walking through the park. I'm not talking about the, the, the type of situations I'm talking about meeting a stranger at a nightclub and going to his hotel room at two, three o'clock in the morning. Those are, I'm not talking about uh, just regular uh, occurrences and you know, you jogging through the park, somebody, yeah, somebody can jump out the bushes and blah, blah, blah. I'm talking about there's certain things that you can do that raise the opportunity first off when there's if he's giving you drugs he's probably been drinking also he's probably on drugs as well his thought process is probably going to be off he's probably thinking with a total different not thinking with his brain probably gotten away with it 50 times uh there's probably five out of the 50 women that invited it had, had enjoyed it didn't have a problem with it um he knew he was doing something wrong he knew he was giving them pills he knew there was going to be a little bit let guard down and he wasn't going to have to work as hard he's a married man so he needs to get straight to the point that's what's going on at the same time i just personally feel like they're putting themselves they're not joe the plumber is not in these scenarios these scenarios are only happening to rich wealthy uh soup uh powerful Men, and that's what I'm, and 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 that's why I'm saying that the the groupie culture has to kind of change, in my opinion. And I think we can, I think we can limit a lot of a lot of this, a lot of these cases. If that, I think, I think you better have a better job doing that than get rid of rapists, because I just think people are sick. You know what I mean? I, I don't have a lot of faith in people just not raping. I just think it's been that's been around since the beginning, since. It says black women been getting raped during slavery. You know what I'm saying by slave right. owners, and probably way before that. Way I just don't that. think. Right. I just don't before that. So I just think we better we better off just uh, limiting things encounters by just making by trying to make some better decisions because the because the, the crazy people are out there. They are, and we live. We definitely live in a sick world. Like, let's be clear. And so, being safe is something that I think is smart. Right. Um, I agree with you on that. But what I wish would happen um, on many more levels is, you know, women are oftentimes told like not to do this, not to do that, whether it be anything from clothing to being alone with somebody or whatever. I really want more emphasis to be on the other side of you should not be doing this to women. You should not be this. You need consent. You need this, like all of those points. I wish we're more, um, if we're talking about men and women specifically, I wish that those were um, t- 
talked about more to men as well, because I feel like they're not talked about as much as putting all of the, the burden on women. And I'm not saying it doesn't get talked to men about, I'm not saying that, but I just wish that that information was given more to, to protect men as well. Does that make sense? So I, I think that it, it needs to be enhanced on both sides. Um, because it's not just on the women. It's about decision-making on both sides. Yeah. Because I just, I just it's to, not. Yeah. No, I, I agree 100%, Alicia. And my last point on this that I wanted to make, uh, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, it's got to be close to 10 years now. But uh, dude, from, he used to be in the NFL. He was a safety for the Saints. Sharper was his last name. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, and he went to jail. Uh, went to prison for several sexual assaults. And I mm-hmm. remember reading on reading that case and what stuck out the most to me about that was he w- he had a playbook to raping women. Like it was a pattern, yeah. it was a process that he went through. He targeted women in t- in groups. Okay, so yeah, it was uh, crazy. He, he would only he would only pursue girls who were with one other girl. So when he finds the two girls, he knows that together, they're going to let their guard down. They're going to feel safer in each other's company. Mm. That was like a key. All his victims kind of, for the most part, followed this path. And then the play was to get them both engaged by buying them alcohol, treating them nice while they were out, wherever he met them at. And then once he's shown this super gentleman side of himself in this gregarious yeah. generous person they now are feeling i'm with my homegirl. she's not gonna yeah. let nothing happen to me and he's a really nice guy what an awesome guy he's been nothing but a gentleman all evening and then the thing is his next play was to invite them to a private party oh i know this exclusively being across town you guys should come with me so then again, they're with their girlfriend. They don't feel isolated. They don't feel alone. And so, okay, well, that's dope. All right, boom. They get in the car. He, he, he says the same thing. I need to stop by my crib and change my clothes real quick. Again, she's with her homegirl. Mm-hmm. He'll say, come on up. You guys don't have to wait in the car. Come on up. Let me get you a drink while I take a shower real quick and change my clothes. Put something in their drink. He come out of the shower. They knocked out. He has his way with them. They wake up. Unsure about what happened, but then you know, but my old girl was there, so nothing really could have happened. And there's this up in the air uneasiness about how the evening went, and it, it was a whole playbook that he followed. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. thought found that to be so interesting because again, we're placing these, for lack of a better term, we're placing these rules on women to not get raped. Don't do this. Don't do this. Well, his playbook was to exactly play on those rules. How do I take those rules and manipulate these women within those rules to get what I want? And we're talking about a really handsome dude, a really handsome, like, handsome dude. Like, he getting women wasn't the problem. He was a rapist. He wanted to rape women. He did, he wasn't doing it for sex. So that's just that. so I'm saying that to say, yeah, it's nice. And it's safe and it's an intelligent thing to do to not put yourself in these situations and try and protect yourself. But I think the celebrity part of it 
because we know these people publicly, I think some women tend to feel safer. It's like, oh, well, he's a public figure. He's not going to do anything. Why would he risk everything he has going on? You know, he must not be like that. And these people are playing on those things. They're playing on those rules. They're using that as to their advantage against you. And so I just think, again, I'm, I, I side a little closer to, and I'm not saying you're different, Brownie. I'm just saying I kind of side with Alicia. I don't preach to my son. I mean, all I preach to my son is don't, you don't treat women a certain way. Like that's, that's the message. And I think if that was more, kind of the norm and the focus like Alicia's saying, I think but, this but kind the of thing dies down. It doesn't go away. I'm not being naive. It doesn't it, go away. The, 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 reason I, the reason why I disagree with that because if if, if Sharper is a uh, a sicko like we're saying he is, no 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 amount of of, of of don't treat women like that is gonna change somebody who's sick like that. He just has a so he has a sickness. And, and there right. are people, and 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 the thing, the, what I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, there's no way of determining who has the sickness or who doesn't have the sickness. So I, I, all I'm saying is, I can't. I, I'm not finna put my trust into others to do the right thing. I'm gonna make sure that I'm not in this scenario. Um, at this, at, and that's that's all I'm saying. To where you don't have the opportunity to do these things because on the flip side of what you're saying, um, at, at the, on the flip side of what you're saying, um, um, uh, um, um, Brum is I've seen the, ah, we are, I seen that side of, of them, you know what I mean? And, and, and like, I, I also seen the pushback from the, from the celebrity guy or the guy with the status and the, and the, and then all the creative ways, from the females to get in those uh and, in those in those rooms in those in those situations and brownie and so that I, happens that absolutely happens and i i completely agree that that happens but no matter how they got in that room that woman should still be safe and also when i talk about talking to both sides i would hope that enough people talk to that athlete or whatever the case whoever it is for them to be like, nah, you ain't coming up to my room. Now, granted, yeah. there, yeah. granted, there have been instances where they find them in their rooms already and things of that nature. Yeah. But like, I when I talk about talking to both sides, I want both sides to make smart decisions. Like, if I see somebody in my room that shouldn't be there, that was there when I walked in, I'm backpedaling out because I know that these, yeah. you know, that that person, something is wrong yeah. if they already in my room. You feel me? Yeah. So one thing that's you said, what I'm one speaking thing, one, about. One thing, you, one thing you said is interesting. You said no matter what, they should be safe. Yeah. You, you should, yeah, you should, you, you should be safe. The people, the people that died in the grocery store should have been going grocery no. shopping. They should be. Like I, I, I just don't. I just don't live in that. I don't live in that space where, where I just I, that I just expect people to do the right thing. When I'm driving up and down the street, I drive defensively because I expect somebody to pull out from a side street and and run a stop sign. It's just the way I personally no, think. So I, know, I just come. I just come from a preventative maintenance place. And I don't expect, you know, I don't, I just expect people to do the wrong things. You talking to the, I am preventative in every way. You have to understand that's yeah. me. I agree with you on that point. I do not disagree with you on that point. 
But I do think that there's a responsibility to not only speak to the women about this, but also the men. That's my point. Because sure. there, sure. there should be preventative things on both sides for that not to happen. But do, just the word in itself, though, does, do you really have to, t- like, there's just certain things that are in you that, to me, you shouldn't, that you don't have to, like, you don't have to teach. You know, naturally, that stealing is wrong. There's like a, it's like a conviction, something that comes over you. You know that uh, certain things are wrong. To me, rape is like one of them things, like, like, goodness gracious, we live in a world that you really got to give somebody a seminar on how not to rape somebody? Like, that's crazy. Like, people know they know what they're doing. They know what they're I mean, doing. Some I, do and some think, don't. Though. There are some people who don't understand what consent is in this world. I was just and about to say that. There are people who don't know. And so it's like, if you don't sit and I hate, listen, Brownie, I hate that we even have to live in a world like this. I wish that we didn't. But I'm saying that there are, and, and I'll just take our scenario, right? I think there are a mm-hmm. lot of men that don't know what consent is. And so it's like, if you sit and, and talk with your son about what consent is and they know, like, that's a preventative thing as far as I'm concerned. Like, when you go into a room with somebody to make sure that it is consensual. Uh, uh, mental, mental, mental strength and all that plays a part um, and, and, and all of that as well on, from, a, from a man's standpoint, you know, um, even, if, even if a female lures you to, um, uh, because she can lure you the whole way. She can give you every idea that um, it's a it's a go until you get to the end. And then so sometimes uh, you got to exercise that mental strength to be like, I mean, look, I mean, no, no means no. And I, I don't know. I don't I don't really know, like, if you got if you have to. I, I just don't see that being something that you should have to teach. I feel like people people know. I just feel like people know that. And I also think. And I and I also think I know I also feel like there's a there's a large portion of women that know exactly what they're doing as well. There, I got a I got a friend I got a friend right now a close friend of mine who spent thousands of dollars just trying to defend herself. Nothing happened, no evidence, and she finally came out in the end and and says she made it all up with no pressure. You know what I mean? Like like stuff like that. Like like his. No matter what, he got off. She got off. I mean, he got off, but his life has never been the same because it cost his family so much money to try just to defend itself, you know, um, behind it. You know, it's just you have that is not right either. That is not right either. There, a false accusation is not right either because it undercuts the actual accusations that are being made that that should have justice around them. So I'm not saying those are right, but I guess what I'm just saying is when you're equipping people in these situations, both sides need to be equipped. Like, I, 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 I'm not saying at all that it's not going to happen, because it is, unfortunately. Yeah. The world we live in, it's going to happen. Yeah. But it I, doesn't fall all on women. I, it, I, it, I just, I just sometimes, I just, I sometimes look at it. I, and I, I, and I got you. I see where you're coming from. I, I just look at it sometimes, you know, being in certain environments and I'll be like, I'll be like, lady, why are, what are you doing? Why are you like, what, like the, the party's over. It's 3 a.m. What are you doing right now? And, and why are you so, uh, friendly and latchy to this person that 
for one, doesn't care anything about you, doesn't know you, doesn't know you from anything, but you just know who he is and you just, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You know what I mean? I don't understand. I don't understand. I just, the groupie culture, I, I just, I just feel like a lot of women put themselves in horrible scenarios. And, and I, I wish that, I wish that they wouldn't, I wish that they would be a lot smarter. And the reason I, it, it upsets me so much is because they wouldn't be in those scenarios with the average person. And I think that's, what's the most, um frustrate it's dangerous it's dangerous to do these things it's dangerous to be to leave a, 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 a leave a nightclub inebriated with somebody you don't know correct you might, but you, it may correct. be with darren sharper or whatever his name is no. or whatever any of them you just don't know that's, you're correct that's, that's, but that's don't you I'm think saying. that you're correct, but don't you think that it's just equally as unsafe for them to do the same thing? It 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 definitely it, it definitely it definitely is unsafe because there's so many things that you there's you know how many you, you know how many guys have been killed because they just went off with a random and 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 then the, the random female got on the phone and set them up and That's had some dudes show up to their hotel room. Yeah. That's the same thing as preventive maintenance. Like dudes, y'all gotta stop doing That's that. Me. Like people, uh, people, correct. people, people are people put themselves and let their guard down in the weirdest situations. And I it, it may it just it just makes no sense to me. Bill Bill Cosby Bill Cosby is not the greatest looking person <laughs> in, 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 uh, uh, you know, around he's he's real yeah. he's real funny. They know he was he's been publicly married his whole career. What does this married man want with you? What are they thinking that he just wants to have? I don't understand why. I just don't understand why they putting themselves in those scenarios. It just I don't understand. But you also don't understand why a married celebrity is doing like you don't understand that. Yeah. So, I mean, I got like I said, bro, at the end of the day, it boils down to these women want access that comes with being in the company of these powerful people whether that's part of the problem i know whether that's right or wrong that's what that's what the draw is i want to be in this and there are men that do that too there are men that do that too absolutely absolutely Absolutely. but the 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 draw is i want actually more men sliver (laughs) i want to have a sliver of this life and i want to enjoy my time with this celebrity person and, and everything that comes along with Boy, it's it, risky. Now, Boy, it's it, risky. It's it's a risky proposition because it's again, risky. You don't know this person, but I I just wanted to go back to what you were talking about. I think when you talk about what we innately know to be right and wrong, I think we innately know pinning a woman down and raping her, having your way with her is wrong. There's no question about that. I I can't teach my son not to do that. He's just he should know it's wrong. I can't teach a rapist not to rape. There's a deficiency in their character and their morality that causes them to act this way. I think we can all agree on. That. So not, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and, and but, but you gotta remember. But you gotta remember. But, but I, I just want. I just want to make this point before I lose. If that's a different thing, physical like that's rape. But there is Alicia touched on it earlier. There is a such thing as consent, and that gets into a gray area because. You can rape somebody just by talking them into having sex. You can get a woman to say yes. It's still rape if she said no at first. It's coercion. She she said yes under coercion. So that yeah. if if she, if she presses charges when you go to court, all she has to say is I told them no. 
he kept pursuing it. No, he didn't pin me down and rip my clothes off of me. And eventually I said yes, but the yes came under coercion. And we're talking about a gray area. Now, but I, do you, you know, but, but do you realize do you realize everything that you're saying depends on which state you're in? Like, like it, it, it's not California, maybe New York, maybe every state don't have the same laws. Every state don't even have the same statutory rape laws. Some, I mean, some, yeah, I was saying some every, states you can get married at thirteen. That, that was, but but that's what that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Every everything is different. It's not flat out cut. It's not flat out cut and dry. It just just depends on where you at at the moment. But that's the point, Brownie. It is cut and dry. If a woman says no. It's cut and dry. It's cut, and she dry. It's a wrap. Yeah. And I, if you want to keep pursuing that, now you getting into the gray areas, and you getting into jeopardizing yourself and jeopardizing her. Like you get into all these gray areas. But at the end of the day, as a man, and 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 that's also not lose sight of it. you. You talking as a we talking as forty something year old father and husband. Yeah. Are we not talking as twenty something millionaires? Um, now the internet Whenever, knows when, my age. When, Go ahead. When, no, when, <laughs> when nobody, ahead. when nobody knows what's going on, I mean, when, uh, when, 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 when nobody is telling you no, and you never hear no, and everybody's making a way for you, as a, a, a and you're young and immature and got access, that's a different animal than my old ass knowing better. So I, I, we can't lose sight of that either. Now, I'm not taking the responsibility away from young dudes not to rape and not to violate consent and do all those things. But I'm just saying these are the choices of not fully developed people. So I don't yeah. want to get into like, con like you know, I want to condemn anybody that's raping women. But I also don't want to get into like projecting what a woman should or shouldn't do. Shit, we all made bad choices. I done put myself in all kind of bad situations. Thank God we make it out and the consequences are dire. But I mean, I, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like, oh, I never put myself in jeopardy or I never did nothing dumb. Or I, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's 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 just my reality. The onus is, don't do the foul shit, bro. When she said, when she said she cool, put her out. If that's how yeah. you feel, it's safer. Yeah, yeah, you and you and and I and I think like you said, you speaking from a, a, a man of sane mind that has discipline, that has re, that has restraint. I just, I just, I, and, I, and I get what you're saying. All of it, man. I just be, be from. I don't like. I don't. I don't. I'm not putting that much faith in anybody. So I'm. I'm. I'm going to try to always put myself in the best scenarios um, for things. Uh, not to happen, and that goes in that goes in life. Now, I'm not saying you got to live your life. I'm not saying walk around um, afraid or or. But I mean, it's just it's just it's just certain things that you know. You eat fried chicken every day, you're gonna have a heart attack. There's ways to prevent that. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like um, I just don't like. It's I need my daughters to know. Hey, look. When you go to that party and you're at that club or you at that that college, don't set your drink down nowhere, you know, because I, like nobody should drop nothing in your drink. But the chances of somebody doing it is very high. So I got to protect you. You got to protect you. You can't put the responsibility on, on on other people. This Olympic time and another story that's been uh, heavy in the in circulation is a young track star. Matter of fact, look, this is what we're going to do. I want to let 
um, uh, because matter of fact, before I even saw Elisa's uh, Instagram page, I, I, uh, Jason told me that you had a couple posts in, su- in support of the young lady. So won't you lead us in, into in, into this next topic? She admitted to her wrongdoings. She said, I did it. It was wrong. I apologized. My thing is not with the actual instance of it happening. My thing is that it has happened with many other athletes. Um, let's talk about Michael Phelps. He was able to run, or I'm sorry, he was able to swim. Um, He was able to continue in what he was doing. There's been so many other instances where people have had that in their system and they were able to compete. And I know everyone says it was a timing thing, but it shouldn't even be a substance that I personally think should even be there. It's not performance enhancing. It's legal in some states. As a matter of fact, the state she was smoking in, Oregon, it's legal. Um, It's not in others. You can literally get delivered to your front door. Like it shouldn't even be in the actual things that they test for. But it is. Um, No, I'm not arguing with you that she was wrong. She shouldn't have done it. I I never said that once. My whole thing was like, we know what these things are used against us for. Like weed has been used against us for years and years and years and years. And in this case, like she was wrong. I'm not saying she wasn't and she did pay the cost for it. But what about the person they let slide? Um, What, I mean, it, it just so like, I don't think it was a coincidence that they used it against her in this way. That's all I'm saying. My, my post was all of the things that have been happening in the Olympics, whether it be banning the swim caps for natural hair to yeah. not letting people, um, not letting black women run for test, having too much testosterone in their body. Like so many different things. So my post was about, we all know what it is. That's what my post was about. It had nothing to do with her being right or wrong. She said it out of her mouth that she was wrong and she suffered the consequences of whatever, but it's who are suffering those consequences more than others. That's what my posts were about. I'm not going to sit here and say she, and then also it shouldn't be a substance that is tested for period, period. Mm-hmm. And that, that's mm-hmm. where I'm at. Interesting. It's not performance okay. enhancing. Okay. Okay. Then let me ask you this then, Alicia. Again, you speak. You're talking about her violating rules that, in some states, it's legal, in some states, it's not. Right? I mean, that was the point that you made. But this is not a United States thing. This is this is the World Olympic Games, and the world has come up with a set of rules. So I I bristle back when you tell me, "Well, it's not legal here in the United States," because the Olympics is not the United States. There's a set of rules internationally that were agreed upon. That's what I thought when I heard. That's what I thought when I heard that when I when I heard Stephen Jackson say. That's what I heard when when I when I heard Stephen Jackson say we should boycott the Olympics. And I was I said boycott the Olympics. Uh, Who like we just be uh, they wouldn't even notice we were gone. Like the Olympics is. Is 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 worldwide? Who would notice that the few black people that decided to uh, boycott the like what? I, I, that's what I thought. Well, well, what you thought this is not. And from his statement, what I what I thought he was saying is, why would you support something that doesn't support you? It it had, it, and that's and that's what he was saying. That are we really equating <laughs> support to allowing you to blow trees? 
not e- not even that. He's looking at the t- total. Well, listen, I don't want to speak for Stephen Jackson, okay? No, no, of course but, not. But I'm saying we're we're just talking. But he's looking at the totality of what how the Olympics has supported Black people over the years or suppressed them. Like that's that's what he's looking. That's what I got from what he said. But again, I'm not gonna I, argue for him. But I no, no, I understand that. But but again, it's not an issue until it's an issue. Nobody's speaking on Olympic drug testing policies until somebody we like fails it. Well, I, I personally didn't know that was one that they tested for right at this current moment. I didn't know. I really didn't. I swear to you. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, like Michael Phelps violated it. There's been other, you know, there's been. Yeah, but. But at the time, Michael Phelps, when Michael Phelps did it, we weren't make or people, not we, but people weren't making a billion dollars legally off of it. You understand what I'm saying? I have no, I, I have no problem. Again, that's like, here in America, though. Like we're talking mm-hmm. about, we're talking about the world stage, and we're we're putting American rules on the world stage. And what's this feels like deja vu. This feels like this feels fair. like we we we've been here before, or we've had this conversation before, and probably because me and Jason have had. Um, this conversation. Um, so it's kind of feeling like that. I I don't have a problem with her smoking weed. I have a problem with her failing the drug test. Like, in my opinion, like if you're gonna smoke weed, don't fail the drug. Don't don't fail the drug <laughs> test. You're representing the United States of America. Why are you fell? There's so many ways to not fail a drug test. Why are you failing the drug test? That to me, that's ridiculous. I think the person that was sitting next to her handing her the blunt needs to be slapped. I think the person who delivered it needs to be slapped. I think everybody in her camp. And I just personally don't have any compassion for it. I think we should still support her. I don't feel like I don't have any. If my daughter got kicked out of college for smoking weed, and I wouldn't have no compassion for her either. If, if, if you lose your job and fail a drug test behind marijuana, you know, like whatever it is, just don't fail the drug test. I'm positive there's plenty of NFL, NBA uh, players that indulge. There's a lot of them that come out after the fact and say that they did it while they were playing, but they didn't fail the drug test. Why are you, you, you're getting ready to compete in the Olympics. Who is sitting next to you that is allowed with everything at stake, everything on the line, and you fail a drug test as easy as marijuana is to mask? You fail a drug test. That's incredible. That's unforgivable. That's stupid. Let's put it behind us. Period. Should have never happened. You get no compassion. You just got to make it right. And then all the goofy tweets that she went, the celebrity started to first, I started to feel for her a little bit. Uh, I said, okay, okay, she's young. But then she, fell into the Instagram uh, celebrity meme mode and tried to be funny and 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 look uh, look sus say the Olympics ain't gonna be the same without us and like all of that stuff now it's like okay you don't need compassion you need humbling now you know what I mean because you think that your talent overcome there's plenty of there's a lot of talent what's the other lady name her name was Gabriel or something like that she came out pretty good uh, I don't never I don't remember I don't remember uh Flojo ever testing dirty. There's a lot of black athletes that are doing their thing. There's a there's 12 of them that's getting ready to take the basketball court that are doing their thing right now for the U.S. So there's so many people that are doing their thing. Why are you failing? Why are you failing the drug test? It's just it's just it, it, we shouldn't even be having this conversation. In my I, opinion, no, I I agree with you. I agree. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you at all. But I am just saying it it really bothers me 
mm-hmm. that literally people and i know it's just the united states jason right. but like literally this this drug that is not performance ha- performance enhancing is, as a matter of fact it is medicinal like it really is a lot of mm-hmm. people do use it medicinally um for anxiety and um mental health and like all of that they do like i mean i know yeah. some people just indulge to indulge but it, it really is medicinal and like i just i don't see why it's something that needs to be tested for period and that's oh, just how i feel I I, I I 100% agree. Like, I'm not I'm not here to be some prude and act like I'd never smoked a joint before or anything like that. Like I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. But yeah. when we get into these terms of it's not performance enhancing, who says it's not performance enhancing? They tell you all the time. They tell you all the time marijuana helps in recovery. So if you if yeah. you're using something that's banned that helps you in recovery. Is that not performance enhancing if we go in just by the letter of the law? And again, I'm not against indulging in marijuana. Like I'm not, I'm not, that's not my point. I'm not on that. My point is when you when you choose to be a part of certain platform and indulge and partake on certain stages and everything that comes along with it, you agree to certain rules. I disagree. I, I agree. I, I agree with I agree with Alicia. I agree with Alicia for for most of that, and the, and the rule that you can't smoke weed is to me is equal as as silly as her as her failing the drug test. And notice I didn't say her smoking weed; I say failing because I have that's my biggest problem. Not her smoking weed now is her failing the drug test. Now listen, this might not be something you want to say. I don't know. I've never smoked weed before. I've never. How do you how do you mask it? I'm just I'm asking. I'm asking. Are we being are we being real right now? You've never, no, I mean, there's stuff you can No, take, I never have. I swear to you. Really? I, I haven't drank. I've, I've never drank. I've, ne- I've never done a drug except for like um, after I had surgery, you know, I take uh, pain medication. But but right, I've never done drugs. Weed doesn't. Let me tell you something. Weed doesn't feel that I good. I like weed you, Jason. Don't do like that. <laughs> weed does not feel like good. I went from, I went from my younger days. I went from my younger days going through about a quarter ounce every three days. I used to smoke like a train. Now that I'm older, I, I I hate it. I don't. I barely. You know, I can I can maybe hit it one time and be good. But I don't. I it just I don't. The feeling of it. I'm I like I'm more of an upbeat type person. So I think I I like the 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 way tequila feels compared to you know marijuana. But some people operate. Uh, like I, I, I have friends that tell me they work out. Uh, bef- they smoke before they go to the gym, and it, it like. It enhances their workout, they focus, all that hmm. stuff. You know you see, what I mean? So, you see them in the park, you see them in the parking lot, high boxing on the way in. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm asking, besides using someone else's like pee, right? Like what what else can you do? I mean, oh, I it's the old-fashioned things, you know, uh apple cider vinegar till you till you pass out. There's gallons oh. of water, there's there's a whizinator. You know what a whizinator is? <laughs> A, 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 a whizzinator is like a strap on filled with uh like a with fake, with fake urine. You just strap it on. <laughs> yeah, uh, now, now, mind you, I don't think you're getting away with a whizzinator during the Olympics. I, I don't, I don't think that's happening because I think I, I'm positive that their testing is like. Uh, well, I mean, pretty, you got to match the skin tone. Yeah. Now, now, okay. Now we only talking urine. <laughs> now, 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 look. Now, now, look. We only talking urine though. There's different ways to test as well. So you talk about okay. blood, you talk about uh, hair, um, and 
I think every every one the testing is you know is different. But either way, Matt, with all the masking agents that there are there, there's plenty of things on the on the black market, the the white market, the green market, the gray market. Puffing stuff is still around. I think that hey, there's plenty of for forty dollars you can mask it. And from uh, from the uh, an Olympic athlete, you have to know there has to be somebody in your corner that can help you not pass up. Maybe not a meth drug test. Maybe not a cocaine drug test. Maybe not uh, uh you know. But uh, but marijuana, there has to be somebody that can help you pass a drug test. She'll, I promise you, she'll be the only one. She'll be the only one that w- and, 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 and second of all, she, rest in peace to her mom, but come on. Yeah. She did not just start smoking weed once her mom passed. She'd been uh, smoking weed. Her lips looked a little bit discolored when I took them out. <laughs> would, you know what, Brownie? You know time. what? <laughs> I, I do want to say this, though. She was told by a reporter that her mother had passed. Mm -hmm. And I just want to say to that reporter, that was really bad reporting. Like that, that was a really bad thing to do. Whoa, 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 whoa. Does she have a relationship with her mother or is. I I don't know. I I do not. And I don't want to like talk about the specifics because I have no idea, but regardless the reporter handled it in the wrong way. I just want to say that. Absolutely. You, absolutely. You don't do absolutely. that. But why didn't, why, how did a reporter know before she did is what I'm getting at. Well, well I don't know. Well, I, mean, I think she was in competition or something. Uh, you know, she might've been yeah. in competition. Oh. Uh, yeah. I just, I'm not exactly sure, but I heard because that also. On my, because on my timeline, we find out people die before they actually die. You know what I mean? Like you, like. Well, yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately, he was got, just dead last week. He alive. Yeah. No, but, but listen, uh, you know, God rest his and soul. But yeah. no, but Vanessa Bryant didn't know TMC broke it before she knew. Mm, so I'm just right, saying, like, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know so, that. Yeah. So I'm just, I just wanted to make that side note. Um, terrible, just terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's that. <laughs> That's uh, that's horrible. That's horrible. And hopefully, and I think she will. She will over- overcome. Uh, she'll have a. She'll end up having a great career. I know she's not doing a relay thing, but she'll end up having a. She'll forget she about this. Um, there's some maturing she could probably do. I think I, we can do without the. I think I think that I don't think the tweets are helping her case. Um, any but whatever. This is the world we live in. Maybe we're a tad bit old fashioned, and that's kind of how people, how people express. You know, saying themselves. Bring me to uh, another point, um, uh, another another topic that I wanted to get into before we run out of time here, because I know it's getting late. Um, Rachel Nichols um, was was just in the news and some things with uh, ESPN as a black woman. How what what is your take? You sent me the story. um, So I'm sure you uh, researched it. How did how did that make? you feel did you what 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 was your perspective on that well i want to start out by saying that espn needs to improve on every level so let's just get that clear before we start um there shouldn't even have been this scenario um to occur because um women on all levels of all ethnicities should should be 
where they should be. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, it shouldn't be something that they just have to scramble and do. Facts. Oh, um, Maria Taylor is more than capable of being in that seat. Uh, Maria Taylor has earned it. Um, mm-hmm. She, there should be no question there. Um, but what I want to focus on with Rachel Nichols is that there's a Rachel in every office. Unfortunately, I've had to deal with Rachel's. Um, Rachel's <laughs> have um, messed up many a career of women of color, um, black women specifically, because when it comes to actually being an ally and doing what you say, you mm-hmm. only do it to a point to where it doesn't affect you. Mm. That's and that's, that is uh, what happened with her. She had performative moments where she talked about Black Lives Matter and this and that, and she would um, uh, speak with other Black athletes and and have these eloquent things to say. Yeah. But when it came down to actually doing what was right and standing up for somebody who deserved to be in that spot and wasn't put there for one reason or another, and it affected her. Oh, no, 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 no. We can't have that. Yeah, that's when it gets, that's when it gets, yeah, because that's because that's when it gets, that's when it gets real. You know what I mean? That's when it, that's when it gets, it's real. I just, from, from the, um, from the Rachel Nichols standpoint, um, my, I, I look just from, just from a competitive, a competitiveness standpoint, you know, in your field, or whatever it, or whatever it is, you know, um, there's conversations on football fields. You know what I mean? When somebody's coming in and they're trying to take your spot, and whether they, and 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 then instead of people kind of looking at themselves, they try to find different ways to kind of, you know, justify um, whatever, however it is they're feeling. Um, so I, I think what Rachel Nichols did was uh, like just a normal coworker response to. J- job drama i think the big issue in this thing was is is just espn and i also feel like espn um also piggybacked on that and used her as kind of the scapegoat by uh the demotion they they i understand they gave her also and they kind of they kind of piled it on by clearing them that because a part of what she said may actually be true but then again I don't even know what's wrong with that, because if if these people, if other people have been getting by forever based on who they know, what the color of their skin looks like. I don't understand if if if, if, if I'm if I'm her, I'm like, who cares? All right. I got the position based on that. Who Like sometimes from your peers, maybe, you know, you will feel some type of way you want that you want the respect of your peers. But at the end of the day, you got the position. So run with it. So I don't understand what I really don't understand what the super big deal of it, you know, about it was. Um, the super big deal is that um, she basically was just saying that I don't, she has been a supporter, I guess, of um everything that was happening with black lives matter. Uh-huh. Um, she's been on many yeah. shows talking about it, whatever. And then when it came down to it um, behind closed doors or whatever you want to call it, um, she totally was doing the opposite. And, but she, but she kind of gave, she kind of crapped on it. She basically said, because they've been doing a crappy job with diversity. Um, but not when it comes to, to me. That, 
but not when it comes to me. Like, but didn't she and say, that's but what she said. a woman. She says she experienced it from the from a I woman's thought she said, That's what I thought. That's it's what I not thought the she same thing. But those aren't the same thing. Gender equity um, is not the same thing as uh, what uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Racial. Right. It's it's not the same. It is not the same thing. Like mm-hmm. at all. So it's um, literally when it comes down to it. The people that say that they're there and they're down for the cause and the movement and that they're allies and this and that, when it comes down to it, like only if it doesn't affect me, that is where the problem lies because it's not going to get anywhere if that's going to, only uh, it's cool only to a certain point, Um, only to the point where it doesn't affect me. Like that is what my biggest problem was with that whole thing. Also, it's just like the tone, the delivery. Um, I think I want to say, I don't know the exact words, um, but when the Me Too movement was brought up, there was laughter about that too. Like there's so many different things um, that it came to that. Just being tired of Black Lives Matter and and things of that. The guy she was talking to, which I hope who's ever working with him, um, and I believe it's LeBron, I hope that they relook at that relationship as well. Um, but it it wasn't it wasn't okay all the way around because there are people in offices like that everywhere that like oh only to a point only to uh, a I point th- I, I, I think I, I think we I think we just like reaching a point where the slope is getting real slippery on just the truth we we, we we're creating. We creating this world now where everybody is just going to look you in the face and lie, and I don't. I just don't know how stronger that makes us as a people, as a country, as a world. I don't know if that. I just don't know if we grow from people not being able to express their truths. I just don't know if that. And and just because. Um, and you're absolutely 100% correct. I agree with, with a lot of what you're saying on this topic. I just don't know if Alicia telling or Brownie or anybody telling Rachel Nichols that was some racist shit. I don't know if that pulls the racist shit out of them is what I'm trying to say. I I want to know. I don't want Rachel Nichols walking around saying everything I don't want white people walking around saying everything that's pleasant to my ears. I want to know how you really feel. And I want to, and, 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 and we, and we had, we were able to get, we were able, we were able to get a, a microphone. Basically a, we we're able to be bug on bugs on the wall in the conversation to get how they really feel. Now we can start the conversation. No, and but I, and, Brownie, and think, that's exactly what I'm saying. She was saying all of these things that she thought she should say in front of everybody to be like that, that accepted cool person or whatever in the room. And her reel came out yeah, behind yeah, the scene. Yeah. yeah. That's what yeah, I'm saying. That is, yeah, that's yeah. more dangerous. Yeah, no, but sus- like I would rather someone say something to my face, how they feel about, me. but, but, but society is creating more of that. They're creating more of, let me, we're creating more of, let me, especially in California, places like California compared to the South. There was always this whole thing where when you're in the South, you know they don't like you. When you're in California, they smile on your face and they talk about you behind your back. 
there's we're creating more of people that are going to be in your face that don't want to tell their truths and and they're doing it behind closed doors because of because of the backlash of it and i and i think some of it is warranted i think some of it is being we it, we're a little being a little overly overly sensitive and we're wasting a lot of energy on on issues that i don't necessarily know if it's making us any, I don't know if it's making us better. And then at the end of the day, Rachel Nichols is not signing anybody's paycheck. You know, if ESPN, if, if, if somebody signing checks at ESPN was caught saying that, now we have a story just like Sterling in, in the Clippers. But who, she's just another employee with an opinion anyway. Who is she? Yeah, but she's not signing checks. But I guarantee you that that instance wasn't the only instance that ever happened like that. That wasn't a True. one-time thing. So, so we have to recognize that this damage that is happening is not in this one conversation. It is in multiple things that have happened in and around that conversation. And so, you know, and also the damage of, hey, you guys, love you guys, and then behind closed doors, only to a point. I, yeah, I got you. you I just wish what she I'm was, saying? I wish we I just wish we lived in a world where she could say that on what she said, what she was caught saying. I wish we lived in a world where she could say that on the air. I wish she could start her podcast or her morning show or be on the sideline or whatever she does. I wish we lived in a world where she could say that on the air. And then we and then, I, the and then I also hope that we're in a world that hold people accountable for it and don't cape for them and say, well, she's cool most of the time. So let's forgive her yeah. for this. Like, you know, it it the accountability yeah. needs to be there on all fronts. But accountability doesn't not mean like this cancel. Can I didn't like, say cancel, our, but it, our, our but way, it was just like of, eh, she cool, so it's okay. Well, you had well, you had so many African Americans come out to her. To first off, I, I'm I'm gonna just say it first. I told you, I told Jason this the other day. I'm I, 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 ever since the I'm I'm still on board with the. Uh, I think it's a matter of time before Matt Barnes is tired of Steven Jackson. I, I think Steven Jackson uh, has, they, he, I, I don't think he should have a microphone in front. He has no substance. He stands for that. He's all over the place. He's all over the place. He literally came out and literally spent the hour defending uh, Rachel Nichols. And how he was defending her was, She's always been cool to me. She's always looked out for black man. Cut it up. Like, what has she done for what? Like, what, what do you mean? She's giving us advice. She, she's not going to give you enough game to where she, I guarantee she's not giving a, a black woman that has a possibility to take her job. That kind of advice. She's, she's probably giving you advice and helping you because you're not a threat to her. She know you're not going to, it is what it is. I, it, we got to pull a mic from, they got to, they got to pull a mic from, uh, uh, from Steven Jack, it's I, I'm I, I've heard enough at this point. I've heard enough. I just I would encourage everybody to because I had a I had what I think now is a wrong perspective, mm -hmm. and I was I'm more of the mind state of like my initial reaction was yeah what she said is problematic, but um. You know, when you're when you get into the mode of self-preservation, then that's what that was to me. And that's kind of the lens I was looking at. And honestly, I what I would what changed my perspective and kind of opened my eyes to a lot of what Alicia's talking about was a series of tweets by Jalen Rose's daughter that I read today. 
I don't know if any of you guys went across this, but she also uh, had a TikTok. She also had a TikTok that okay. uh, I, was. I saw, I saw Bleacher Report had or Bleacher Report or one of those sites had leaked her tweets mm -hmm. and posted a string of her tweets, and she was very articulate in expressing uh -huh. a lot of the sentiments that Alicia just expressed. Uh, mm -hmm. And reading it through her perspective kind of made me realize that maybe I wasn't looking at it completely with the right uh, lens. Uh -huh. And so I'm thankful and I appreciate her perspective and her mm -hmm. you know, being articulate enough and, uh, and audibilizing that through tweet to kind of okay. bring that point home, at least with me. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I, I now I sit squarely behind Alicia and how you feel is kind of in my exact sentiment on this thing. There is a uh, there is a notion with her that oh, I'm all for progress and I'm all for the advancement of others, so long as they don't step on my toe. So long as I, I'm all for you expanding your brand and your, as long as it doesn't infringe on my toe. I think I like I think I like Jason off the air than on the air because I think it's 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 hard for him to speak his truth when he's actually staring at you. I think off the air he's a little. <laughs> no, I I think he just liked my points, Brownie. I think he just liked my points. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, totally. I just, I just, don't be stepping on my points. Don't be stepping on my points. I just wanted to co-sign co Alicia last <laughs> while. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, Jason. Uh, Say say the say say the sky is blue. <laughs> like, right Whatever Alicia said is right. Oh my god! Thank oh, you. I give you that, I give you that you. one today, but I give you that one today. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> on this one, on this one. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but I mean, I got, that. That's honestly though. That's what kind of changed my mind because I was going back and forth with my own girl with Mo actually, and uh -huh. she was. Uh, you know, tearing me a new one, but I wasn't trying to move off my spot. And then uh -huh. reading that, re getting informed this morning, or, you know, uh, reading up on what Jalen Rose's daughter was expressing. Yeah. Jalen Rose, okay. She was spot his on. Daughter, his daughter, yeah. I think her name is Maria or Mariah Rose or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but she she was very, like, like, like Alicia said, she was very spot on in her assessment. And that's kind of what sure. kind of swung the pendulum for me. Yeah. Um, and I kind of, I, I don't know, for some reason, just her tweet uh -huh. brought it home for me. I agree. I, but, I, but when you, the way you started the conversation was kind of like really what I was, where I was at with it too. And I felt like, um, it, some of that was just that, you know, how many times do we sit in, you know, around, uh, a co you sit around coworkers and you like somebody get a position. And the first thing you're saying is, oh, they got that position because. They got that position because, and they got that, and then some. Some of it is based out of emotion. Some of it is based out of, you know. Um, I just, I just would like, you know, you put a bug on the wall and a camera and a microphone privately, in 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 every household in America, and you're gonna probably hear some things that uh, you probably wouldn't agree with. Um, I think I, I I I don't find it. I just don't find it to be that uh, egregious, and probably because. She's not in the position of power, you know. I don't think she has that type of influence. Obviously, she's she got benched. Obviously, she's not making no, you know, decisions. And I think that um ESPN, um, the spotlight is not off ESPN, in my no. opinion. You know, and it should and I not think be that's where they're, it should they're, not they're, be off they're, of them. They're, 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 yes, they're they are the power that 
you know, there was some, she didn't just blurt that. <laughs> that came from some, that came from somewhere. That was a, this was a strategy by them. And they've been, uh, um, I've been hearing things about ESPN for a long time. So maybe now, uh, and I think they're using her as a scapegoat as well. You know what I mean? And, and they're not talking but about. That, the, the irony of this whole situation for me, and I found out later on, is um, Rachel made the mistake of partially, I won't even say she completely, but she at least partially was very dismissive of Maria's talent. She acknowledged her talent and acknowledged her ability but then to turn around and say it was a diversity hire or because of pressure mounting uh, due to, you know, the racial upheaval, they felt like this was the, the move they, they ESPN had to make to put this black woman in her seat. And that, again, that just speaks to how you really feel about mm -hmm. this person's talent and you're, you're reducing their ability to their appearance. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or their connections or mm -hmm. the, the demographic that they fall into. But the irony is, here is a woman with a journalistic background and no athletic background who whose aunt is like Diane, Diane Sawyer. Diane you know, Sawyer, so, yes. Okay, yeah, Diane Sawyer, who's like the mad, you know, like the head talent as far as women, women go at ABC. So, I mean, there's the fact that you're even in this seat is being, uh, it's being, you know, pawned off as, oh, well, she's Diane Sawyer's niece. That's how she got to where she's at. Yeah. And so there's a dismissing of her talent and her ability in the face of her dismissing someone's talent and ability based on their demographic. She's now being marginalized based on her connection to a powerful person. So, I mean, ben, it just becomes kind of this full but, circle thing. Well, I But the fact that we're even using she was a diversity hire shows how much she thought of Maria Taylor. Because Maria but, but, Taylor, but, 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 Maria Taylor is completely deserving of the spot. But that, Let's but that might have, but that, but that might have just, that might have been a little bit of. A jealousy, a little fear, a little bit, and that was the card she played. Has ESPN even made a statement on any any oh, of yeah. it on yeah, the diversity put, uh, thing? They put Malika Andrews on the sideline and Rachel Becky Free. Just... Hey, and shout yeah. out Malika Andrews because she's awesome and not only she's is amazing, she she's talented, she's very professional, and I, I, I'm just a big fan, and I, yeah. I I'll leave it at that. I'm a huge fan. She's phenomenal. Much rather. I'd much rather be entertained by her than Rachel Nichols. But I'll say this, like, agreed. But Rachel Nichols went down to the reason why Maria shouldn't be there is because she's a diversity hire. That's what yeah. she went to. Not because, like, because she deserves to be there as well. But she put herself over it and said, like, not on my, like, not for me. They ain't going to do it to uh, me. That's, uh, uh, that's the dangerous part. Uh -huh. Uh, That's when the whole like allyship thing that she was putting out there, uh, you see the true colors. There's a there's a couple there's a couple things that happen in the workplace. There's there's people uh think people assume that making you look bad makes them look better. Um and that te that tends to happen. Um it's you know, 
sometimes also they you, you preach this team environment in the workplace. It's never it's never a team. It's 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 typically going to be me against you. Um, and if my and if it's my ass or yours, it's going to be yours. That's typically and I here. Here it is. You have this beautiful black woman coming in. The company seems to like her. It looks like they're ready to push her fo- forward. Uh, uh, Rachel Nichols is getting a little older, older in the tooth. Um, been around for a while. I felt like her them juices, them jealousy, hating juices was flowing, and that was the card that she decided to play because she's also been privy to some truth from some people at ESPN talking to her behind the scenes saying, yeah, this is what we, how we feeling pressure from this diversity. She got that from somewhere. She witnessed that. You know what I mean? And I feel like these women, including Rachel Nichols, are going to be the scapegoat for all this. They're going to argue amongst each other. They're going to keep moving pieces around. Um, who knows if any of them will be there and then ESPN will continue being um, ESPN. I, I think ESPN should be on notice with this. They, they absolutely should be. They yeah. should be. But her truth certainly yeah. came out with the quickness in this situation. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can tell. I and, your, and your I forehead starting to get your forehead starting to get the wrinkles in it it's right real. now. So I know. <laughs> that's how you know. <laughs> that's how you know it's real. <laughs> hey, but look, man, no break. conversation, no conversation. Break. We can have, we can have, we can talk about this. Uh, all there's so many more points we can make. Unfortunately, we got to wrap wrap it up. Um, thanks, Ben, for joining us today. We needed to help. Thanks, Brum. You always got good stuff to say. Um, Alicia killed it once again. I had to take a back seat to this one because she made some really good, really good points. Until next time, one against the grind podcast. Hey, subscribe, like, review, um, follow us at one against the grain um on Instagram. Uh what else? You know, anything you want to shout we, out, Alicia? Well, we want to hear what you think about it. It's not just us. Like, we want to hear your take on all of these issues. So listen, comment. Share with others. We we don't want this conversation to end here. Yeah. And podcast and people, trust me, podcasts are dope when you in your car, you driving, you 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 uh you going for a nice little walk. You want to turn the radio off and turn on a podcast. And if you're gonna turn on a podcast, turn on one against the brain podcast. We'll catch y'all yeah. next week. We out. <laughs> <laughs>